1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: The first four hours were simply in a moose bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure, he's the one not dessert? Not for me. Nah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. I gotta get out of the jury Tron Madden on Twitter. Did he tell you how to do it. Just sent me the best. No, he go. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> he said, "Hold on. Imagine being on trial, fighting for your life, and you see
2: Ken Carmen sitting there on the jury. Imagine if I'm there next to him." Nothing would get done. There is nothing serious.
0: Someone goes, "Is he guilty?" Two one six five seven eight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did he kill too many people not or not enough, enough, enough people? people. <laughs> Oh, my God. You imagine if we were sitting there in jury duty and it was the two of us and yeah. you take one side, I take the other side. And we start fighting each it's a other. Mistrial.
0: You hear us two yelling at each in. other during a li- deliberation. Oh, yes. this
2: would have been a perfect Seinfeld oh, had it have been Mickey and Cosmo yep. serving and On the judge two minutes in goes, we can't do this. There's just no way.
0: It's amazing.
2: And, like, it, you know what
0: Cosmo like, – I call him Cosmo now all of a sudden – Kramer's sitting there like eating like Junior Mints, and he's like judging it like it's a performance. Go no 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 no! You're doing it all wrong. And, like tries to, like go out there and like out lawyer the lawyer. You have Larry David as the lawyer. Like what are you doing? What are you doing to me here? That would be a great Seinfeld episode. Yeah, season ten. Mark it. Do it. Let's go. Then, Ellen, what if they did a season ten of Seinfeld out of nowhere? Sue Ellen in. Could you in. imagine what that would do for television if they did a, like out of nowhere? They're going season ten two weeks from now. I put on Peacock. Who's oh, not my subscribing? God.
2: <laughs> Who's not subscribing? I'm gosh. I'm all in. Yep. I would be. Season ten. They had to have thought about it out of nowhere. Like, hey, out of nowhere. Let's do something. Yeah, what do you two. think they've they've paid because they still have a lot of money oh on hand. Gosh. These networks have money on hand and they'll do anything. What yeah, about Netflix? Would. You don't think Netflix would have approached them? You
0: gotta get Dal Ripple back from Greenpeace. <laughs> you gotta get him. Uh it is the emerging Dal podcast scene. Ripple. Presented by extent uh, Extend Technologies, X T-E-N-D-A-V dot com. That's XT dot com. if you want to watch the very latest episode of Seinfeld and very best and the very best where they'd be for your whole home. The whole home design. Well it'd have to be digitally remastered,
2: first of all. Does it really? Yeah. They didn't um, shoot those in the right cameras. So how are they going even Yeah, that's true. Even extent technologies can only do so much. Do so much, yeah. Yeah,
0: so they'd have to digitally remaster digitally remaster mm-hmm. uh, Seinfeld, and then you could watch it with the very best in 4K and 8K. Oh, God, Michael Richards is old now. Michael Richards is old. Michael Richards has got to be pushing 70 now. Look it up. Um, but if you want to see all the wrinkles on Michael Richards' face, where you used to smoke cigars like a chimney, so his face yeah, was did. looking like a catcher's mitt then, uh, watch it. X T E N D A V dot com That's xte seventy two dot com. Boom. How old's Jerry? Jerry's got to be in the sixties. Wasn't
2: Michael Richardson UHF with Weird Al Yankovic? Yes, he was. He was also in Airheads. <laughs> Airheads. Airheads is such a good movie. I'll say it yep. all the time. I me, me and the other Kenny used to talk about that all the time. How funny of a movie that I is.
0: I loved Airheads, and I never, <laughs> I, I, I never forget where I realized because it used to be on Comedy Central like every yeah. afternoon. Airheads was. And all of a sudden, it hit me like a punch in the face when the cop, who was, who was an undercover cop, and he was supposed to be like a, a, a record executive, and he goes, Let me, who'd win a fight, Lemmy or God? Like that type of thing. And I go, oh my God, that's Judd Nelson. Like Judd Nelson, I saw it yeah. in the eyes and go, oh my God! I'm like, oh my God! It's amazing! And
2: it also shows you how easy it is to take over a radio station. Brought to you by Extend Technologies, dot com.
0: Well, it also shows you how radio stations don't look. It's this three story building. Oh right. Overlooking yeah. overlooking a mountain in Los Angeles. Like it's in the hills. You can see the city over there. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, now it's pretty much just a bunch of broom closets. I used to I was an intern at a station until was, Extend
2: Technologies takes yeah. over and transforms the place.
0: It was Little Red House. That's what it was in Canton. On Martindale Road in Canton. They called it the Little Rid House. And it was a little red house, and that's where my first radio station I interned at. I interned for a month. They fired the intern coordinator. I think something nefarious was going on. And by by turns, they fired all the interns,
2: and then ended up working there later when they were bought by uh, a different radio company and housed in a different building. I, I just love how you have these delusions of grandeur. Yep. With any of this stuff, and then you go there and intern. Yep. I'm not going to name the TV or radio that I first got a, a chance to take a peek at. I will. No, I'm kidding. And I was like, this is it. And it was kind of so off-putting that I'm like, if this is really? it. Really? If this is it, then I don't know that there's going to be all that money. Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't put off. I wasn't
0: put off at all. I was excited. I really was. I... Like I, I was like, oh, man, the Little Red House, and there was this huge antenna in the back, and I got to drive the van. I thought I was the cat's ass driving that van around, and we used to get people signed up for the um, the Rock Club or whatever it was. I forget what it was called. It was some listener's club. We used to go to bars and get people signed up, and I did that for like a month. and it was <clears throat> It was the greatest month ever, and then that was it. They fired the intern coordinator, and that was it. And you get in the radio, and you think it's it's like, oh, man, chicks, chicks, chicks. That's all it's going to be. It's just going to be falling out of the trees on you. And it's like, yeah, it kind of was that way for some of the rock DJs. They tell you some of the stories, but if you do what we do, how do you say it? It's like, no, you're going to be friends with a lot of 45-year-old guys. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's cool. But it's not, no, that is not what you think it's going (laughs) to be. It's not what you think it's going to be, so those were the days that was wonderful, and then I worked in corporate radio, and then it was different, so you know it's what it was it is what it is. You work for the man, I work for the man now, man. It's the way it goes. You know what are you gonna do? Got good insurance, got that going for us anyway um can we, so jury i I did get selected for jury duty uh Liz is texting me right now because she's trying to get me out of it. Um, I served jury duty like a few
2: years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's not like you've been dodging jury duty your whole life. Some people do. Some people, like I told you, and I was I was kind of half-joking, but there are a lot of ways that people have said you could get out of it. You can't. You I'm not going to gonna sit there
0: it. and say I'm a racist to get out of it. I don't think any person, let alone myself, should do that.
2: That's got to be on a court Has record somewhere. somebody done that?
0: I'm sure somebody's done it, and it's a stupid thing to do. Because... there. I don't think that disqualifies you from a jury and then you've just told everybody you're a racist. It would probably disqualify you anyway because the two people are going, this person doesn't take this seriously. What is this? Well, what happens
2: happens if it's all just white people and the trial has nothing to do with it? I'm a racist. Oh, well, that doesn't matter in this case. Yeah. I hate women. Well, actually, it's all men in this case, so we're in good shape. Well, because I I, I thought about it and I go,
0: (laughs) why can't retirees... Be on a jury. Like they
2: work at a golf course yes. instead of that? Yes. Instead they, of
0: being a ranger at a golf course? I just thought about and this. And they get free
2: golf, you get free legal counsel?
0: If if, you, if your job is to be a jury, is to be on a jury, you can eventually be You can be corrupted. If they like Juries can be corrupted anyway, and we've seen examples of it.
2: Haven't you ever seen the movie The Jury without Baldwin?
0: <sighs> Liz goes, okay, send me that info now. Hold on, do this. All right, I gotta... This is
2: the sound of Ken Carmen desperately trying to get out of jury duty the week of Labor Day as we attempt to get out to Ames, Iowa. Four of the Iowa State Cyclones taking on Northern Iowa in Ames. Be there or be square. Kenny still trying to get out. This is the sound of Ken Carmen trying to get out of jury duty while Anthony Lima tries to fill time. Before the big Labor Day weekend matchup between the Iowa State Cyclones and the Northern, Northern Iowa, Iowa Panthers. Eagle Hawks
0: Panthers. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. She said email it. Okay, hold on, Liz. Uh, say
2: you refuse to wear a mask. Boom. You're out of there. <laughs> Tell him right now, I, uh, I I can't. My lung capacity is such, oh my God. Uh, the poisoning, the lead oh poisoning. My, my mask is made out of lead, oh and it's poisoning God. me and it's choking me, and I choke myself. Uh, last time, I almost died, so I cannot do this again because of the mask. Your video would go viral. She said she won't postpone.
0: She won't postpone the whole thing, but she'll excuse the days that you were gone.
2: Come on, see this is why people what? don't vote. They're gonna parachute into the trial. Uh, Ken goes, innocent. Well, do you remember the first two days where they caught him on tape? That's how I get
0: out. That's how I get out. I swear to you. I go, if you guys select me for this jury duty, I'm going to have to come in like the fan man. Uh, If you – I'm going to go there. I'm going to go, you guys select me for this jury duty? I'm going to quit voting. I'm going to tell other people to stop voting. Do you want that on your conscience? And they go, Ken, you are a psycho. And I go, we all know that. That's why I'm willing to do it because I'm a very petulant, Very petty and extremely selfish
2: as an individual, and you guys should have already known that by now. How could they do this? (sighs) Makes a lot. Streetsboro. What county is that? Trumbull. Portage. Portage. Portage.
0: He goes. Does it need to say anything specific? I don't know. Oh
2: my god! This is still happening. Just the dates. Are there people that thumb the nose at those that try to get out of jury duty? Are there people that say, no, this is my civic duty? This Hell, yeah. A responsibility. I
0: would, I, in all honesty, I would say it. If I, but it, it's everybody's busy and doesn't – anybody who's doing anything. People who are unemployed don't want to go do jury yeah. duty. It's jury
2: duty. They don't want to do it, and I don't blame them for not wanting to do well, it. Well, pay me a livable wage, and I will be on jury duty. I want to be an official juror. They do have, actually, grand jurists. Uh, that, that is something that you commit to. And uh, you are a pillar of the community. You sit on a grand jury. And actually, you have a lot of input and a lot of influence. Bet you didn't know that, Kenny. Bet you didn't know that.
0: (sighs) This is a major pain in the ass. So we're not going to Ames. And I'm sure bitching and moaning about it publicly is just going to help my cause out a whole bunch. No, I'm trying to get something worked out here, damn it.
2: (sighs) They just put up a picture of us. Sorry. And... Brian goes they're dressed like they're not in the same room. You're wearing a jacket. I'm wearing a t-shirt.
0: <laughs> I'm getting pictures of I'm getting pictures of Ken Ken interviewing the defendant. It's me with Carlos Hyde on the couch. <laughs> oh, oh man, this sucks.
2: Uh, I am seeing the pumpkin head. Beer is in. Thank you Ryan in Somerville South Carolina. Now, Have you had pumpkin Kenny? No. It'll uh, it'll knock your socks off. Great, it is a lot. It is a lot of alcohol, and it is too early, guys. I, I don't need I don't need it right now. I mean, it was ninety degrees yesterday. All right, I gotta get off. I don't Those need socks. pumpkin pumpkin beer this early. No, it's it's too in hot. The game. It's
0: too early, and I, guys. This, and some people get so mad at me. They're like, "You don't like craft beer?" No, I don't. I'm not a big fan of craft beer. Really? Okay? No, I'm not. I, I'll try something new. I'll try anything new. And when I say I'll try anything. I mean anything. You can ask my wife. I'll try yeah, I will. anything. Yeah, I've asked her. But I will tell you this. I will try anything once. I'll try a lot of things twice. But I don't want to make it a lifestyle. Mm-hmm and craft beer like a lifestyle like I you have to start only, changing your clothes i only drink craft beer i will never drink any of that domestic swill you know what no i'm a, i'm a simple guy you know I'm, I'm a simple man with simple tastes i'll get you some Labat blue light and that's fine that's perfectly fine like yeah you know what it's hot as hell outside and if i got to work outside or it's just been a long ass day and i just want a beer to end the day you know what i don't i don't need hops i don't need berries i don't need pumpkin i just want a beer that tastes like a beer okay you want to go out and have your craft beer, that's fine. But I'm not a second class citizen just because I'm not going to drink a craft beer all the time, or very much at all. Like yeah. I will have if there's twelve months in a year, I will have twelve craft beers. <laughs> I will try right. one, I will try like one craft Put it beer on the a calendar. month. Yeah. I will try one and honestly, an unpaid testimonial, it's when I go get my hair cut or something like that. I'm in West Park and the guy who owns Charlie's will go, Hey, try this. It's a sample. That'll be your one craft and beer. And I'll try that craft beer. I will not go out of my way. I will buy craft beer for others because I know that, that that's what they expect. But I'm not going to sit there and buy myself some. Okay, the closest thing to a craft beer that I got myself was a Carlsberg a couple of weeks ago. What the hell I got is a four-pack of Carlsberg. It's a fun name to say. It's got an elephant on the front, 7.2% alcohol. Where is that? A, it's a Denmark. It's a Bel... No, it's Denmark, Holland. I think it is. And I always see Carlsberg on the back. <laughs> I see Carlsberg on the fence and walls during F1 races. They they advertise okay. during Formula One races. Brand loyalty. There you go. So you know, got to support F1. They, it's not like they don't have a billion dollars per team. I got to support my <laughs> my Formula One. So that's the way that goes. So um, uh, by the way, it, so you want to talk about it? Let's get the Evan Mobley here. Come on. Okay. Well, no, I'm going to ask you some questions. All right. Why well, are you going to put me to a test and see if I watch? No, I know you. Watched. I was watching during the previous show. I know show. you watched. Okay. What? impressed you the most what
2: no no, no. not what impressed you
0: the most. I liked okay the first he comes out he hits two threes right it wasn't just that though I thought he had great vision I thought there were a couple things that I saw and it's weird because everything I say that I like it's almost like I'm running like if I see something in a football player I'm gonna say it with confidence this is what I like all right I'll say this with confidence about Evan Mobley but I know you could probably knock it down I think the ball handling skills and the vision are things that I really really like you could tell there's something budding there the athleticism, yeah, I think he needs to put on a little bit more weight. He's a boy. He's playing amongst he, he's playing amongst other boys right now. He will be playing amongst men coming up this fall, and he's just going to have to put on more weight. There are guys that are just bigger and stronger, and they're just going to body him, and he's going to have to deal with that. Like, there are trucks in the NBA that are very athletic now, and he's going to have to deal with that. And I think eventually, hopefully, he'll be able to put an NBA weight on and be okay. Like, I don't think he's going to grow an extra four. He better not grow an extra four. It's just a minute bowl. But he, I don't know if he's going to put on like what was it forty five pounds that Giannis
2: put on? Yeah, yeah. Giannis was six eight, six nine. Yeah,
0: I don't know if he's going to put on forty five. Mm. I don't know if he's going to do that. Like his body type tells me no. But he's still a baby, so we'll see. But I, I like that he, I like that he's not afraid to take chances. Stepped right up, took a couple threes at the beginning of the game, and he there. He had, there was one sequence. He finished at the rim. You had a great word for it, and I forget what it was. I already forgot it was a great word, and I wanted to put it in my lexicon. Finished, got to, got an easy two. It didn't get an easy two, but he fought for it, got two. Came back down the floor the next trip, and he, he had gone to a Coro before, and it worked out very well. Coro had a dunk, and I think it's been all over Twitter today. <clears throat> he had another one where he tried to go, like, over his shoulder to a Coro, like on a cut exactly inside, yeah, and he like I think he lost sight of where a cor—I think it was a Coro where he was going and basically threw it off. He was the being defended; it went off the hand of the defender, kind of bounced around, and it ended up being a turnover. Like he, he like there's vision there, and I it was just a decent mistake that I'm okay with. That's what I liked about Evan Mobley last night. Jalen Suggs played his ass off
2: too. Jalen Suggs was fun. It's amazing. He had a man dunk in that game. Yeah, so. it is. It is amazing that. Normally when drafts are advertised as this is a deep draft or the top of this draft, you find out two years later that it's completely off base because so many of these projections like we talked about on Tuesday are woefully inaccurate because it's all educated guessing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody does their NBA comps, and they compare these guys to guys that have been stars in the league, and it's almost doing a disservice to everybody when you're just comparing Evan Mobley to Anthony Davis, Giannis, Chris Bosh. Amari Stoudemire like like I I know that's what we tend to do I compared Anthony Bennett to Larry Johnson I said that's Larry Johnson it's Larry Johnson I said it so many times that I believed it and then you're wrong you're dreadfully wrong and you try to figure out why you're wrong and why you never saw Damian Lillard becoming Damian Lillard or uh, Kawhi Leonard to be Kawhi Leonard like there are all these misses so There are so many guys in this draft that are already showing off so much skill. And save me the, well, it's Summer League. There actually is a pretty good correlation with guys being studs in Summer League and then being good right away in the NBA. There actually is a pretty good correlation. I know Trey Young was dreadful in his first Summer League Mm. and then came in the league and he's shooting Steph Curry threes and showing off passing uh, that you just don't see by a lot of point guards. Very good vision. But guys, the, the, the actual skill level of guys in Summer League is unbelievable. It is so incredibly high, believe it or not. Uh, A few things. Evan Mobley. I love seeing how aggressive he was with that face-up game. Uh, Mm. Jab step, face up, see the basket, get into your shooting form. No one's going to block it. And and take it easy and just take a shot. These guys are not going to block your shot, especially in summer league. They don't know your tendencies yet. If you want to pop that, go. And he did. And then a couple times he put it on the deck. Now, he does have a reliance on a a spin move right now um, because he's not. You know what? Now that
0: you said that, I do realize Well, he's not
2: getting by guys. Yeah. And that's okay because his spin move, he's going to be able to seal guys off and finish over them, and he did that. He got in the post, which people don't want to see him in the post very much because he gets muscled. It's hard for him to create really good position, even in summer league, and it's going to get even increasingly harder once the season gets underway because guys are even bigger, stronger, more athletic. And he looked real comfortable catching that ball, six, seven feet, quick turning over the shoulder, plop, one hand. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that he's doing that. The passing, it's not only as good as advertised, it's better. You can already see. And that is why I think people wanted to say unicorn, why they were saying he'd be a number one pick in other drafts. I still disagree. I don't think he would be. But that that's what everybody has been saying. That's the buzz that, that a lot of these GMs or whatever are saying. His passing is unbelievable. For a big man. And it's it's so exciting. And I'm already starting to think about both Colin Sexton especially and to a lesser extent um, Darius Garland being able to cut off ball the way that Okoro did last night and them getting easy buckets. I love that. I think mm-hmm. you're going to see that instantly. So there's a lot of good there, like I said. Uh, do you want the bad, or am I gonna get? Give me the bad. Am I am I gonna be over the top bad? No, people fine, are gonna accuse me.
0: It's a podcast; they're not live. Going all right, we all know he needs out? to
2: get stronger. That's you don't even need to say it. We all look at his body. He's a nineteen year old. They all do grow into their body. I mean, I don't know if Channing Frye ever or Newlands Noel ever grew into their body, but most of them do.
0: Most some guys you need them to grow out of their bodies.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think you are right. Yeah. Um, you know, Mo Bamba. It's another name. Yeah. They don't all grow into their body, but I, I have no reason to believe that he's not going to. Here's where I fight the he would have been number one in any any other draft. Here's where I'm going to get really nitpicky, because I, I I was very complimentary uh, last night, and everybody I talked to I was complimentary. And I was getting some mean texts about him right away, and I'm like, I, I like what I'm seeing. I do not see the freakish athleticism that I think a lot of people believed that, that he is that guy. Like Jonathan Kaminga is a freak. Yeah. I saw him last night, and he was hitting threes last night. I don't think he's always going to be able to do that. Jonathan Kaminga is a freak athletically. Wow. Like, you can see it immediately. You don't. Have, there's no debate. That guy, you're not going to see that athleticism every year in the draft. Evan Mobley, I, I think we just assume, because in our minds we think of seven-footers as Patrick Ewing, mm-hmm. that they're not freak athletes. By the way, Patrick Ewing was a really good athlete in college. Amazing. But when you think of him in the NBA, it was just post-up. Uh, really big, sweating all the time. Boy, uh, was he sweaty. Uh, listen, th- this is this is not transcendent athleticism. I know he can pass the ball, I know he can dribble a little. He's a little weak with the ball, but he mm. can dribble. He's a little methodical. He somebody texted me and said he looks like he's stuck in mud. He is not quick twitch. Shaquille O'Neal was quick twitch, okay? And when he got into a full sprint, obviously his size, that's just a once in a lifetime. You're not you're not going to see guys like that. Mm. But I think people assume he's going to be Euro stepping and gracefully moving across the lane. That's that's not him. And I don't know That's stuff that you don't necessarily. You, your footwork does get better, but the quick twitch stuff, that stuff that you can work on your whole life. Kenny, I can work with resistance bands. I can do plyometrics my whole life. It's not going to turn me into quick twitch. Really? It's just not going to. You can improve. You're not. It's not going to. It's not going change. Like Amari Stoudemire is. Boom. Like, he is changing, (laughs) changing space, big strides, dunk. There's nothing you can do about it. That's not Evan Mobley. He does not get off the ground quick like that. Now, this is the the thing that I think people miss when they say athlete or no athlete. Like, Scotty Barnes had one of the highest verticals at at the Combine ever. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You know what real evaluators say? Not a great athlete. There's different types of functional athleticism in the NBA and there are there are there are aspects of his athleticism that are really impressive for 7 feet. But there 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 are guys in the league that are 1 foot jumpers, 2 foot jumpers. Guys that can go off 1 foot on a jumper, go to their other side, go off the other foot. There's there's just so many different things that can make you a good basketball player and then be the difference between good and elite. And he has a chance to be really good because you don't have to be the quickest guy in the world to be a really good player in the NBA. Luka Doncic is not the quick. He does not have that quick twitch. He doesn't. Paul George doesn't really right now but can still get by most guys because he's 6-8 and can handle the ball. 6-9. Mm-hmm. I think he is going to be really good. I have no reason, but I think people in their heads, they kept hearing Anthony Davis, a composite between Anthony Davis and Chris Bosh and all the best players that are tall. And I I just don't I, I don't see that. I hope I hope I'm wrong. And I know that that's going to put some some sort of ceiling on him. I guess what everybody has a ceiling. I mean, J- J- Jalen well, Suggs, George, Jalen Suggs can't get by a lot of guys. He has to use his craftiness. He yeah. has to use his strength. So that's why people think he has limitations, even though his athleticism is deceiving. I mean, you saw those dunks yesterday. Mm-hmm. You saw one where he tip back dunk. People don't know that he has that. He does. You just haven't been watching closely because he doesn't breeze by guys. So I think that's where people were a little off on Mobley. But I think he is going to have a really good career. If he if he works his ass off, maybe guys like Colin Sexton and I almost said Christian Okoro, Christian Okoye. Uh, <laughs> is it, he, he has a work ethic. I hope that stuff I hope that stuff wears off on him and he does. But you know the the one slight on Mobley in college, and it was only one year, and we only have one year to judge these guys, is he's kind of passive, and that doesn't mean oh he's not going to shoot. He shot plenty last night. That's not what we're talking about. But if you notice, he never wanted to go in for a rebound. He does he's not, he's not comfortable. It didn't happen once. His only rebounds last night were balls that came right to him or free throws, off free throws. He did not go in, get a rebound, clear his elbow. He's not doing that. That's not him. And that's probably not going to be him. There are certain things that you kind of are or you aren't. That's not saying he can't get better at a lot of things. He will. But I don't see him as that kind of alpha, get out of my way, uh I, I I'm gonna i I'm gonna play physical, that's not him. He is a very, yeah. very got you hate to say this because they're gonna conflate it with being soft. But he's finesse right now. Mm. He is. He's a vi- That is know, conflating with but being but soft. Ar- Arvidas Sabonis was labeled as finesse because he was a shooter and passer. Okay. He was really good. He Excuse was really good. And he learned how to use his body as a weapon defensively to make up for how slow he was. Uh, Mobley is not that slow, but there are there are different ways to do this. I just don't uh, when when the when the thought. I hope Cavs fans don't have the expectations that this is their Luka Doncic or Trey Young, because Luka Doncic or Trey Young can single handedly change a franchise in a year or two. We saw that because they have the ball in their hands. Yeah, that's not going to be Mobley. I don't think he's going to get the ball in his hands at the top of the key, clear out, let him go. He's not ready for that. He's not going to be ready for that for for a while, and that's okay. That's okay. Very few of those guys are at that size. Well, that's, that's a great breakdown. Was that, that good? I lo- yeah, I don't think
0: what you said was. I mean, it's so it's so early. There's a lot of things you could work on. Oh I, yeah. I don't think you were being unfair about any of that stuff. So I I thought it was fine. I really did. I don't. I think you beat yourself up too much because there's a couple people on Twitter who, I didn't realize there were that many psychotic Cavs fans out there. Like I'm used to Browns Twitter and like if you say anything about Baker or anything about anything. Like, there are people, they just do not want to hear it, and they're going to let you know it, and they're mad that you brought it up. Uh, I didn't realize there were that many people who were on the Cavs like that, who if you bring up anything negative, they're coming after you. I'm glad, though. Like, I'm glad for as as so many times, and I I don't mean to analyze the fans when we're trying to analyze Evan Mobley, but I like that. I like that there are fans of the Browns. because I like that there are fans that are unrealistic about the Browns because that means you have a healthy fan base. You need a healthy fan base. So that means you have plenty of fans and people who are who are following them by any means necessary, and to see that out of Cavs fans, even though yeah, I'm sure you're annoyed every now and then if you say anything at all about Colin Sexton, you have people coming after you. I kind of find that to be fun. Like, okay, I know that people like the Cavs and and that they're still out there. We just got to get it going on track again. So that's why like the like the Jared Allen thing. It was funny. I don't care. It was funny. Mm. It was a funny thing to say. But with those five guys, I think it can get on track. I think he's right; it can get on track to a four seed. It was just funny to hear a player. It's funny to hear a player mention that. It was funny to hear a player be that honest about the, exp- the what the team can do, not the expectations, but what the team really can do. I can be honest with you about Extend Technologies, x t e n d a v dot com. That's x t e n d a v dot com, because you can be. Realistic about what you want in your home, and what you're realistic about are your dreams. Make your dreams reality. Big screen TV, hundred inch, four K, O L E G, the whole deal doesn't matter. Four K, eight K, short throw projection. What do I mean by short throw? It's right there. It's in the base. It's in the unit. You don't have to attach it to the ceiling. You look up. You go. Where's the projector at? I can't find the projector. Because it's right there underneath you, you big dummy. You get to say that to all your friends when they come on over to your home because they want to watch all the latest sports. They want to watch all the latest movies. They want to be entertained with you. And then there's going to be times you go, no, this is my home. This is my system. I'm hanging out with my wife tonight. Get lost. Beat it ugly. Hit the bricks. You can do that. The power is yours. X T E N D A V dot Make those home dreams come true with Extend Technologies. Uh, all right, I got a slew of congratulations on all your successes. Oh, good. I kind of want to do PJ Washington though for congratulations on all your success. Can we do that? Can we please? Well,
2: we beg people for emails, and then uh, they we have the
0: emails, but we did. one well, No, I the one the one message I got from Mario. You guys got to talk about the P.J. Washington thing. And I'm like,
2: it, it is a listener. It is technically a listener. Ah, but don't complain when we don't get emails anymore.
0: All right, fine. We'll do the P.J. Washington thing first.
2: $200,000 a month in child. I still don't know if I'm buying that.
0: Oh, he's hitting music. When you need a Dear Abby so you don't end up with a Dear John. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations! Congratulations! Congratulations on all your success. You're gonna have to edit it twice because I'm actually gonna do a different congratulations on <laughs> your success as well. But first, we'll do PJ Washington. So who's this woman? Who he was married to? Her right? What's her name? Brittany Renner? Yeah, yeah. And
2: she's an influencer. And the minute I guess that she had her kid, was it? That was the end. She had
0: a child with PJ. And people
2: have said that this whole thing was a ruse by her. This is exactly what she wanted. She was going to his games at Kentucky when she was like 27 and he was 19.
0: Hmm. Wait a minute. So and She was already semi-famous. She's right?
2: older than him? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay. So, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, she's – how old is she now? He's 22 she's twenty nine is that it her name is Brittany Renner, and I look at YouTube and it says Brittany Renner signs a forty three million dollar deal with p j Washington. Is that how much it is over eighteen years? How much was it this stories get this story got brought out i don't know if this but i don't know if this is real is this real
2: is what real? That PJ Washington has to pay no, Brittany I, Renner two hundred thousand no, dollars a think, month. I don't think that adds up because she's an influencer. She she can continue on. I mean, how many followers does she have? She doesn't need him. In a lot of these cases, and I don't know, every state is different on how they compensate um, you know, divorcees, you know, depending on judgment and child support. And maybe there's just a flat number that has to do with your salary, but I that sounds steep. That sounds very steep. Okay, here we got we
0: got a couple of uh, forms here. P.J. will give $2.4 million per year, which leaves him with $1. Yeah. $1. $1.8 million. According to Hype, the NBA star, P.J. Washington earns $4.2 million per year before taxes. As a basketball player reportedly paid $200,000 per month in child support, P.J. Washington will give Brittany Renner $2.4 million a year, which leaves him with $1.8 million a year. This is in his first contract.
2: And I know, at, we listen... <laughs> <laughs> oh god. The amount is estimated uh, uh, to be
0: even lesser after taxes the athlete will have to pay the 200 grand per year until his child is 18. I am
2: just amazed. Like child sports differ from alimony. Child sport's supposed to be for the child. What child needs that much money? What child's standard of living needs to be kept up to such an extent? I know that there's always the assumption and I'm going to get myself in trouble talking about this because there are people that are they won't even listen we'll to an careful. argument that a man that a man shouldn't have to pay up for whatever. First of all, what if it was – if this whole thing was concocted by her, how do we know the judgment would go in her favor as opposed to his? I mean, especially if this was a ruse and they can prove it, that this is something that she would do. Second of all, I don't understand in in many cases why it's always up to the man to keep everybody at that same standard of living mm-hmm. that the man – in, in this case, might have gotten them to, right, if it was him making well, the I most think, money? This is the, this is... Why is why is there an entitlement for the child? Forget the forget the the woman. Why is there an entitlement well, because for the it's child, a, because it's a child to have what standard of living, what child needs $200,000 a month? I don't know. Plenty of kids get by on no dollars a month. I know that. So, you were one of them. So what the hell? But, well, why is any kid in, kid entitled to that?
0: Because well, obviously, it goes off what you. I don't. I don't know how you come up with two hundred dollars, two hundred thousand dollars a month when you make four point eight million dollars a yeah. year. That seems excessive. But four point eight million dollars to a lot of people seems excessive. Yeah. There, okay. This is. I w- if if you are PJ, this Washington, sounds like
2: robbery. This sounds like the woman is robbing, but, this, but that's robbing the point. The guy,
0: if you were his lawyer, this is thievery. If you were his lawyer, would you not go exactly what you said? You are the one who took the LSAT. I didn't. So let me throw it past you. We need to get Vince on. Um, if you were his lawyer going, it's $200,000 a year, you need to file for petition for custody and get custody of the child. $200,000 a year. Because you could say the child will live better with me, even on road trips. Not that you're taking the child on road trips. I will leave the road tr- leave him with my mother or da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I will arrange. You could pay an au pair less than $200,000 a month to take care of the kid, could you not? I don't even know what the hell all pair means. I heard it sounded good. What is it? A nanny? You pay a nanny two hundred thousand dollars a year, or two hundred? You pay her whatever. It's going to cost less than two hundred thousand dollars a month. You have? Do you not have to fight for custody then?
2: Hmm. I don't know. I've never been down this road. See, but that's so tough. Now it here gets, we are talking about things we don't know. Now it gets nasty for the kid. That's why you put now the. But kid that's in the why you do it now because the kid was just born. The kid doesn't know. know any better. I know, but yet somehow. Should get two hundred thousand dollars, which we know is just going to her. But that's what but she's it, not spending two hundred thousand. dollars That's exactly the, the point. Why you go? No, we're gonna. I'll see you in
0: court, and we're gonna go to court. We got married during this. Now all of a sudden you want a divorce. It seems as if I've been finessed, which is a word that we've just started using here in the last day, because <laughs> that's all I keep reading about when it comes to PJ Washington. Would you or would you not go to court with your lawyer and go? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I married you. Do you have any proof of infidelity that I've? I because that can be yeah. Because that stuff is punitive, even in child support. You know it is. Do you have any proof of infidelity here? No. Okay, why do I owe $200,000 a month then? What could the the child possibly need on $200,000 a month unless there is some unknown medical, God forbid, medical condition that the child has that we don't know about? Other than that, I can't see... I I agree with you. I can't see a reason why the child would need $200,000 a month. So that would mean... Mother is living beyond her means. I would turn around and look at it and say, if my wife needed two hundred thousand dollars a month, say I'm PJ Washington, I made four point eight million bucks. You need two hundred thousand dollars a month to take care of my newborn child. What are you spending my two hundred thousand dollars? You know what? She should have to document. You need to document. We need to go to court
2: because then I wonder about your habits. No, fine. Give her the $200,000 a month. She needs to document that spending every last dollar. That, that should, that, that's that not that going to happen. You need to document how you are spending $200,000 on your child. That's not going to happen. Why you need that much money. Because otherwise, you are just stealing money from him. And how is that fair? I, mm-hmm. I mean, it would be one thing if he's an all-time dirtbag and he caused all this distress and he fooled her into marrying him. But according to every report that's out there, that is not the case. She was the mastermind. Behind this, and therefore, how do we not have caps? How is it okay in this country to to have it uh, where she is awarded that much money? That's where I don't know
0: if it's uh, you can. It just sounds like you could say it at first, and then after that, it's going to be all right. This is going to be the re, the real amount. There's a lot. There's that's a lot of damn money. I can't imagine I'll pay two hundred thousand dollars for for eighteen years. I can't imagine that. But maybe he'll have to. Maybe he will have to. Like, I, I've heard this stuff like Antonio Cromartie or something like that. We have, like – or who was the running – was it Travis Henry?
2: That sounds like him. Right. Who has all the kids? Well, I, I hope have, you're right. Or we're just alleging that uh, yeah, I don't all these I random th- I don't football players numbers. have all these kids. I don't want to throw
0: out names, stuff like that. I don't want to do that. I think it was Keith Britton who has uh, um, $200,000. This is an exorbitant sum. Mm-hmm. Um I would probably see you in court and try to petition for full custody of the child. Are we ready for the second uh congratulations on all your success
2: real quick. Okay, okay. Hit it. Hit it. Run, running out of time.
0: When you need a dear Abby so you don't end up with a dear John. Congratulations. 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 Congratulations on all your success. All right, second one. This one comes in from Jason, this is from an actual listener, okay? The only thing is easy. Best toilet training advice for new parents.
2: Oh, this is all you.
0: All me. Uh, I think it comes in time. Better be ready to sop up some messes. Uh, People try pennies. People try aiming for Cheerios. All that stuff. They're all different. Axel was a pain in the ass to get to do it. And then one day he got it. I mean, we did the weekend where he's going to walk around naked. One time, he laid on the floor and went number one. Laid on the floor <laughs> and went number one. Um, but I remember, I remember one weekend I was like, "We're damned if we do and damned if we don't," and it just didn't take. And then it's just something like they just get it over time that this is what I'm supposed to do. Eli, you know, Eli has special needs. We thought Eli was going to be a nightmare. And for one weekend, it was a nightmare. And Liz goes, "You know what? I'm going to get because he was, he was three, and we said, and and we're like, maybe it's just too early. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just too early for him. And so Liz is like, you know what? I'm going to give up. And when she gave up, he just started taking off his clothes and going. No to the bathroom. kidding. And that's what he does. And every now and then he has an accident. That's what I do. Um, he has an accident. Now he's he's great. He's great with it. You have to explain things thoroughly to him. Once I explain things in a calm fashion to Eli, I can't be mad. He won't because he'll get nervous and and overcome. So we learn about each other, Eli and I. And so if I explain it to Eli calmly, show him, which is demeaning because I have to show him, yep, Uh, he'll understand it. And he'll get it and he'll do it. And we haven't had a problem since. But it was a little bit rough. I would say go ahead and try anything in the magazine. But Jason, they're going to do it on their own time. They will do it on their own time. For some, they just – I, I, I've always thought it was a, it was easier for girls. I've been proven that's wrong because I, I just think girls are smarter than boys. Um, so I, it's just been my experience that girls are smarter than boys. You know, my, my son's friends that are girls are just – gosh, they're brilliant compared to Axel. Um, I just assume. But, you know, I've heard horror stories about that, and I just think that it, it comes in their own time. And it is, I am counting down the moments. Eli, Jonah is two. Mm-hmm. I'm going one more year, and then we're done with this. I don't have to have a diaper Ever pail. again. Don't Never. do the diaper pail, by the way. If I could say What's that, that. What is that? It is this thing that just holds diapers, and it's, it's, just, it, it's supposed to be a special trash can for diapers. It doesn't do anything except make the room stink. <laughs> it's awful. And when you go to empty it, you will gag. You you'll get oh
2: that's disgusting. But I've
0: got but it irons up your stomach. It will because then you can look at anything. Like we were talking about you cleaning out your fridge and the disgusting things in your fridge that you have to clean out. The thawed
2: chicken, the thawed chicken
0: remnants. And and when people like gut homes, you look behind the wall. Like Dale Earnhardt Jr. was talking about, he rehabbed a home, dead rat in the wall, dead rat in the wall. What about pulling the toilet? Pulling the toilet will make you gag the first time you ever pull a toilet because there is so much stuff that gets in there and you realize that is fecal matter. That yeah. is all fecal matter. That's disgusting stuff that has gotten in the there. rust, rust the whole thing. <laughs> it is when You pull that sweat toilet sweat yep, to condensation when you pull that there. toilet off that cylinder and it comes off and then you you what cuz there's always that fear factor when you like rehab anything that point of no return like oh my god, I've put a tremendous hole in my wall and now I have to rebuild this. That is the scariest and most exciting point in any redo of any remodel anywhere. It's like, I have to rebuild this. I cannot leave this j- this giant gaping hole in my wall. I can't leave this hole in the ground where the toilet used to be. And so then there's like this, you get this very nervous feeling, and then there's this charge energy going, I can do this. But when you take that toilet off and you see what's down there, it is the most disgusting thing you've ever seen in your life. It might as well be a snake pit. You'll be disgusted. You'll be afraid to sit on the bowl for a week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's exactly like that when you go in and take away that diaper genie. But you get used to it, just like plumbers get used to ripping toilets off the off the hinges and, and putting new toilets on. So that is, I'm sorry to, to provide you such bad advice, like, oh, Cheerios, pennies. They try it all. All of them fail. All of them work at some point. Everybody's got advice for you. I say try it all. See what works. None of it in the end is going to work. They will decide on their own time, Jason. And that is it for the emerging podcast scene. Brought to you by Extend Technologies. Online first. Xtendav.com. That's Xtendav.com. Make your home dreams come true with Extend Technologies. We're back tomorrow morning, 6 to 10. Got to talk a little bit about the Wyatt Teller contract a little bit more. And uh, preseason. And how much people are going to be watching it. This is going to be a different type of preseason here. And, folks, the feast starts tonight. Tony tonight. Going?
2: Oh, yeah. He'll be there. The Italian Man of the Year will be there Thursday night. Little Italy. Which is tonight. I'm hoping the weather will get a little better than what I'm seeing over the next two days. But the Gosh, weekend's supposed to be beautiful.
0: beautiful- you, t- you taking a picture with the Rocky Calavito statue?
2: Oh, I guess I should, right? Yeah. You know they want to put a Chef
0: D statue in there? Come on. I swear to God, that's not a not a gag, not a terrible stereotype. They want to put a Chef Boyardee statue in there. There's a movement on Twitter to get a Chef Boyardee statue. Oh, boy.
2: Okay. They it's can put statue. Super Mario Brother there, too? He's from Parma. Oh, my God. You ass. Just saying. <laughs> I think the Ru- I think
0: bad of a stereotype. I think the Russo brothers have a chance. I think it, yeah. What about Basil? Basil Russo? What a respected man. He was great. He was great. I, I. it's I, There's guys like you know you should respect, and so you respect them, and then you get to meet them over time. There's guys that you immediately respect, and he was a guy I immediately respected. I knew this guy was important, and he was a person I immediately
2: respected when I met him. <laughs> it's great to see Ken Cower uh, in front of these luminaries. Yeah, he's great. All right, we're back on uh, Tuesday
0: with the Emerging Podcast. See, we're back tomorrow 6 to 10. We'll talk to you.